What's up, Wednesday people? We are back with the Nerd Herd. Thank you for joining us uh, this Wednesday evening. Uh, we'll take a look at who's in the herd, as we normally do. But first, you may have noticed we have a swanky new intro. Oh, I love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Same four ugly faces, but very uh, shiny intro. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> have you seen my face? Have you seen my avatar? <laughs> <laughs> I was showing my partner the intro earlier and I said, like, it's all like she says, oh, it's really nice. You're all like smiley and happy. And I said, all I want, like, if we could just once just put in just all of us just being like, no, fuck you. No, I hate you. Like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> just really like just going mental over it. Um, yeah. Right. Let's do some introductions for people over this way here. We've got Phil from Comic Gaming Figures. Everyone. We've down down here we've got a shade from Dawn of Comics. Oh hoi hoi. And we've got Scott from Scott Shelf. Shamai. With the shelf as well. Yes, we're Hiding shelf. And shelf. a bit of Welsh. <laughs> <laughs> You're free now down there, aren't you? You're out of lockdown. We are free. We're out of lockdown. Lucky I know. Yeah. Sorry, Lovely. guys. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> right, we don't know what we are over here at the minute, so <laughs> you, you, you still we're, we're in limbo. Oh, okay. <laughs> right, let's see who we've got making up the herd then. Uh, uh, for this episode, we have uh, T1 Collectibles and Gaming. What's up, what, Wacky Racers? Uh, we're all good. We've got Samuel Taylor. Uh, we have Hydra Collectibles. Hi, guys. Hope everyone is well. Hello. I'm doing good. The Funky Joker. Hi, Diddly Ho, Nerdorinos. <laughs> That's our new name, the Nerdorinos. That's great, isn't it? Comic Deal, one of the world's greatest spin-offs. Oh, we've got it straight in here already. Look, the people already coming out with their opinions. And they're off, says Ben Cranston. <laughs> uh, we also have Andy from Perpetual Comics there as well. If I've missed anyone, again, I do apologize. And as you probably guessed there from some of those comments, we are reading this week. Wacky Raceland, which was a six-issue mini-run from DC in 2016, as you can see going across the bottom there with the writer and artist of the book. Breathe. There we go. Every week, every week. Every week. So, uh, Wacky Raceland, um, let's go. Let's, let's get into this. Who should we pick on to uh, give a synopsis here? Ew. <laughs> I knew it was me, so I was prepared. <laughs> I got the end of the future. So, Wacky Raceland, obviously, like a based on a spin off of the 1960s uh, spectacular cartoon, Wacky Races. And basically, what, the way things are at the minute, Earth is in ruins. It's like a post apocalyptic Mad Max style Earth. And this kind of greater being, the announcer, has promised these individuals a place in utopia all they need to do is compete in several races and the winner takes the top spot and the rest of them will just be left to die that's <laughs> pretty accurate it's a I got, when, when i read this i uh, i thought this is based on real life right now you know <laughs> <laughs> well there was a trump uh cameo in it wasn't there yeah yeah i was i'm gonna mention this later the on yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. So, who's going to kick us off then? Let's go with uh, Shane. 
Do you want to open the discussion on Wacky Raceland, mate? Um, yeah, okay. So I read this when it came out back in 2016, uh, monthly, and I really enjoyed it uh, monthly, reading the single issues. I really enjoyed the characters and the art and everything. This time around, I still enjoyed the story and the concept. I, I, I enjoyed the art um, for the most part, but this time I found it a little bit jarring when they had a lot happening on the screen where it's all pretty much the same color. Things can get lost and you can't really make out what's happening on quite a few of the pages. It's really, really cram-packed with a lot of stuff and it's all the same color. I'm really pleased you said that, Shane. That was one of the points I got listed down here as well, that it just got too busy at times. Yeah. And I just felt it was so overcrowded. I didn't really know where to put my phone. It was almost like the opposite. Remember when we read um, the Batman Confidential, the cat and the bat, and I said, oh, it was, it was too simple. And I felt like I was kind of being babied in where my attention should go. This was like the other end of the spectrum for me. Yeah. I was like, well, too much. I don't know where I'm supposed to look. It's like yeah. expert road panels. Yeah, <laughs> one thing, I, one thing I noticed, actually, there was no double-page splash images. It just seemed to have, like, art was phenomenal, but it was all kind of cramped into, like, small panels on one page. There were a few very, double very little, very little. Yeah, it was just sort of the um, the page with the title card and the names of the mm. writers and artists, and it was a double page spread. But everyone was in it, and it was they had even had to label where everyone was because you couldn't yeah. make them out yourself. We just say hello to Pete there as well. Sorry, Pete. And there was a lot of back and forth too, wasn't there too? Which made it more complicated. Yeah, uh, the story. It's a really basic story. Um, getting from A to B. Um, but they, they throw things in that didn't need to be in there and they give you backstory for some of the characters but not all the characters. We got a little bit for Dick Dastardly, a little bit for Penelope Pitstop, um, a little bit for Blubber Bear, but we didn't get anything for Peter Perfect. Um, we didn't really get anything for the Ant Hill mob apart from finding out that they're clones, but a Is load that... of the characters were left out. Is that because um, it was cancelled? And like, because it it was cancelled, wasn't it? It was supposed to go more than six. Like they had, I'm assuming they were, especially yeah, with so, the, the end with a question mark. Yeah. So like, I imagine they would have um, gone into depth into those characters, but because they were cancelled, they were like, oh, we've got to end this. And they kind of they did some characters, didn't they? Like they did. Um, uh, well, we got Penelope uh, picked up twice. They gave us two backstories yeah. for Penelope when they could have given us mm. someone else. Right, yeah. just just to point out, yeah, Ben's saying as I, well, I think he agrees with the art style. Like there was a lot going on, and he feels like it it took a bit away there from uh, some of the character redesigns that they did. The character designs were great, and I thought the the vehicles, the cars, they were the detail in them was phenomenal. Yeah, they were awesome. I did like that I, they gave them AI. I agree with uh, Liam here as well. I think the yeah, lack of backstory for some of the others, yeah. Cause, and the way that this six-issue miniseries ends suggested to me, like, there should have been more after this. Yeah. Like, it seems a weird place to leave it as a finale. Yeah, especially with the Hanna-Barbera stuff coming out. We've, we had, there was a lot of episodes, of, um, issues of the Scooby-Doo run, and there were 12 of the Flintstones. So even if this had got 12, I think they might have been able to stretch it out. Yeah. Give us a bit more. But for it to be cut off, I, I, I was gutted when this ended back when I read it the first time because I did want more at the time, especially knowing Flintstones were still going and Scooby-Doo was still going. So I don't know why they stopped this one. Mm -hmm. 
what else I found about the art style there as well was that, um, and again, I suppose this comes under the umbrella of it being busy, but I, especially in the early issues when I first picked it up and started reading, I kind of struggled to work out who was talking when they were talking yeah. in their vehicles. Yeah. yeah. Did anybody else find that a little bit? Yeah, yeah the, the, the colours helped, didn't it? The, the, you know, the speech bubbles were coloured sometimes. But so that's, that's when the car was talking, though, wasn't yeah. it? I mean, like when the person was talking while they were driving, I found mm, yeah. that struggle hard to work out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm. yeah, it was, there was just I, a lot going on. I did like that the cars were sentient. I thought yeah. that was yes. a nice touch. That was good. Added a whole bunch of extra characters. Yeah. A big, like, night rider, uh, night rider vibe on it. Yeah, yeah it was cool. I, I would buy those toys if they released them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. McFarlane should I, do those. <laughs> I, I tell you what, who is it? The um, who, I, again, because it's been such a long time since I saw that cartoon. Um, you know, I can't remember who was the one that had like the big creepy wagon. Can we remember what they were called? Yeah, like that would look awesome yeah, as a as an action figure, man. Well, this time it was the one with the big skull, yeah, the big skeleton they had on the back yeah, and the wings. Yeah, I gotta admit, I liked I liked the car designs. I really hmm. did. Uh, and the the way that I did like the art design overall. It's just there was so much on the page. Yeah, I, I, I mean, the, the car designs, though, I think the kind of the way that they've... Because you could still recognise them from the cartoon and the characters too, but the only criticism I have with the characters is that I didn't really feel like it connected to the nostalgia of the cartoon for me. Um, like, yeah, sure, you know, it was Dick Dastardly and it was Penelope Pitstop and stuff, but... I kind of felt like it could have been anyone in this story. Like yeah. It didn't have to be those from the, the cartoon. I thought the same thing. Yes, by name, they're the same characters, but they're not, you know, there's nothing else you could suggest that this is anywhere related to wacky races. It could be called anything. Mm. Well, you call it Deserted Raceland or something, or something yeah. wacky Raceland. <laughs> it could be That's the sequel. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, because I mean, they, the characters didn't act anything like they did. I mean, I'm not saying they should act like they did back in the 60s, mm -hmm. but Penelope was. Um, a lot tougher. Oh, <laughs> she was way more badass in this. Badass, yeah. And, and Greek. She, I yes, don't remember Greek. being Greek in the car. Was she Greek in the car? Maybe, but uh, <laughs> but Peter kids, kids didn't care then. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> but Peter Perfect was just a complete and utter buffoon. I mean, I remember yeah. him being a little more competent in the old cartoon. <laughs> yeah, he did seem to be a bit daft, didn't he? A bit kind of yes. But I, that, I enjoyed that. I kind of liked the role reversal. They made Penelope Pitstop a badass, and then they made him a kind of mm. complete dweeb. You know, yeah, I quite liked in that. Distress. Yeah, yeah. They like yeah, made him the damsel in distress. I I loved that. I thought the role reversal was great. Yeah. I really liked um, Dick Dastardly's backstory. Yeah, it was I a bit of that person. showed just how. God damn, that was just, dark. Oh yeah, it just showed just how wicked he actually is to the core. I don't did did, did anyone just, just a little bit sorry for him though? Like, I oh, did. Yeah. He, I, he's just he's just a card. He's just like he's not like he's sinister in a way. Like you know, he was just crapping himself and closed the door on his family. That's you know, yeah. <laughs> but to what yeah. to stand there and watch your yeah, wife yeah. Your it was just it was just the selfishness that came across, isn't it? You know, yeah. Uh, he'd rather go for himself than save his wife and child. Um, but but again, he's, the same where it kind of flips around is he's putting himself through that race because he's promised, isn't he, that he can yeah. the announcer can That's bring right. them yeah. back. You know? mm -hmm. 
So maybe uh, he just does feel just that a, regret. Yeah, yeah, that's why I kind of felt a little bit for him. Crampton here saying buzzing for the apocalyptic take on Catch the Pigeon. Yeah, there was no. no I would love that. At all. That was my favourite when I was a kid, Catch the Pigeon. And yeah. I still insist, probably the best theme tune for a, a car team ever, yes. in my opinion. It <laughs> should have been a number one Ooh, single. What is Catch You've the Pigeon? You've never heard the. What? Oh, Phil. What is Catch the Pigeon? You know, <laughs> See that, if, guys? Yeah. Uh, the one, yeah. Somebody drop a link in the chat for uh, whoever's got a blue wrench. Drop a link now for uh, for Phil. <laughs> Sorry. So, what do we think of the uh, the overall writing of this? I know we touched on the artwork. Uh, wait, 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 before we move on, let's just say right. Let's just clear it up a little bit. The artwork wasn't bad. It was, that, it was that's it fair, was isn't good. it? Yeah. yeah. Cluttered. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we like the artwork. We just found it a bit. It got too busy too often. I think. Yeah. Is less is more I think. Yes. Yeah. I think the worst issue for me in terms of the art and the whole clutteredness of it was issue three. Um, I really struggled to follow what was going on in the first like quarter of the book, um, purely just because of how manic it was and things were going back and forth. And they're just like, yes, the art is great, but the, you know the big. It was like a one-page thing where you could see, like, they're all driving across this, uh, you know, wasteland, and there's a big <laughs> wave behind them. So it's just oh, yeah, they... yeah, like, yeah. I had to go back to that page because I had no idea this wave was there. I had to, like, I don't know if it was just me just not paying enough attention, but to me it just wasn't clear. Yes, there was water in the background, but there's nothing telling me there's a wave coming. Was it not a nanite wave? No, that was the water. The water. They smashed the boat, the dam, don't they? And uh, Hoover Dam, oh, and then the, the yeah, water the car, comes. The cars use the nuke to destroy Hoover Dam, and then they outrun the water and they bring it to save everyone. Yeah. No, that wasn't three. That was. That this was is the one where Penelope was. She was like drowning almost, and Dick had to give her uh, mouth yeah. to mouth. The, the... Oh, when they fell off the bridge. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's the issue that started. Um, randomly because the issue before issue two ended on a cliffhanger yeah yeah and then nothing said about that they're just yeah. in the next race and this was another so, thing i wanted to talk about as well it was like the fact that like not every issue followed on from each other there was like this mm -hmm. big gap between issues and you're like what Can I just say, you, you sounded really upset then scott you're like and, and this is another thing i want to talk about right <laughs> <laughs> um do you think they did that because in the cartoons they would start with a race um, no matter how the previous episode ended, so it was a nod to that. Or do you think that there were twelve issues and they've actually cut some down to? I think yeah. Get think six they did. out because they told they were going to stop at six. I do think that. Is a is a question, Shane. You'll probably be able to answer this. I think. Um, uh, was Scooby Doo and um, what was the other one that you mentioned? The Flintstones. Flintstones. Were both of those twelve issues? Seems no, Scooby-Doo went for a lot longer. Scooby-Doo, yes, because okay. Scooby-Doo got six trades out at the moment. Yeah. So it seems weird that this was a six then. Yeah. Mm. But this is um, a continuation of the Scooby-Doo storyline because Muttley is yes. a Scoob too. <laughs> yes. He's from I the second program that made Scooby-Doo smart in the Scooby-Doo comic. So, so if you go good. back and read the, I think it's issue two of Scooby-Doo, you get Scooby's origin and you meet all the other Muttleys in the lab. 
so it's the same universe kind of thing yeah oh yes because they did they had that 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 um that genetic modifying serum or whatever was called group two Scoop yeah, yeah. SC002 or something, wasn't it? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I, I thought that was really cool. I like that. Yeah. I love thinking of Muttley as a scoop, as a Scooby Doo. We've got talking of Muttley, we've got Comic Deal dropping some knowledge bombs here. He said, You know, it was never actually called Catch the Pigeon. It was Dick Dastardly and Muttley and their flying machines. Uh, but everyone knew it as Catch or Stop the Pigeon based on the theme. And do you, do you know what, James? I'm fine with that because that That's theme song happens. is awesome. <laughs> when you have a great theme song, everyone knows your show by the theme song. <laughs> yeah. And Tom, Tom stepped in, dastardly and muttly in their flying machines. Yeah, awesome. I did enjoy the uh, both that and Wacky Races uh, mm. when I was a small boy. Yeah. Um, they were. I used to look forward to those when they were on. Um, but again, I did. I didn't feel this really plugged into that at all for me. No, like it was I was waiting for some nostalgic feeling, and I, it just didn't come. You know, I mm. think the nostalgic thing there is just the characters. I think that's all they were gambling on, really. Yeah. Um, you know, but um, for the Scooby stuff, it was like you know, you had the mystery machine, you had. How all you know had them all meeting? You had the slight origins and whatever, and that was good. Some somebody hummed that. Go ahead. <laughs> we got the uh, the noob joining us as well this evening. Howdy to you, buddy. Yeah, so let's let's have a quick conversation about the writing then as well. So, do we felt feel like this was well written? Do we feel it was rushed? It was rushed. Do we feel it was dragged out? Do we feel it was incoherent? What do we think? It was all of them, apart from being dragged out. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was very in, in, incoherent. Like I say, issue two, I just checked it there. It ended with uh, Penelope and um, Dick basically battling these kind of mutants, and then the next one's just a race. Like Everything just seemed so rushed, and there was no explanation. Um, even to the point where, if you recall, they were held captive, and in Vegas or wherever it was, and uh, one minute they just, they just escaped. There was no explanation of like how they really escaped. I just thought the writing didn't really connect to each scene. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I maybe don't feel as strongly, uh, but yeah, I, I'm kind of nodding. Mm -hmm. you, you know, um, just seeing here, Ben's got this one in the bag. Yeah, look, at some point, call me. He's got a fan casting idea for a live action film. Will blow your mind. Come on, Ben, type it in the chat. Shit, we all want to know what it is now. We're all in. Yeah, we're listening. But no, <laughs> I kind of, I do I do kind of agree with you, Phil. I, I did feel it didn't connect as well as it should, like that, from scene to scene in those mm -hmm. things. Scott, um, seeing as you chose this, mate, what did you think about the writing? Um, yeah, it rushed. Um, but but I knew that it had been cancelled. I, I, you know, it wasn't. I know it wasn't intended for a six-issue run, so I know it was cut short. So I kept that in mind whilst reading it. Um, mm. But yeah, it was. You know, uh, nonetheless, it was. It was rushed. You know, there were bits missed, and they just brushed over certain things, and they didn't talk about the backstories of every character, and they just touched on I don't know the main ones, the coolest ones. I don't know, like, but. Um, yeah, that's that's all I can say. Like, you know, it was good. The writing was, you know, what they wrote in the books was good, <laughs> but they didn't fill stuff out. Yeah, the, and they didn't explain some things. Like the what most you just 
sorry, go on, Phil. I was going to say, the most relevant line I thought in the whole comic book was at the very end when they were outside of the the uh, laboratory. And you, just, you just see the silhouettes and just says, what the hell just happened? I have no damn clue. And that's like the best <laughs> part of the line. That's the only relevant thing in the whole book. Because I have no idea what happened. Yeah, yeah I, can't, I, I wouldn't use the word incoherent for me, but I'd, I'd definitely say the word choppy. Um, mm-hmm. Like... It yeah. seemed when you were reading it, you'd kind of leave one scene to another and you'd feel that there should have been something in between there that yeah, tied it. Did you like feel that? Tie, like a tie-in with another book, but you're not reading the other book. Mm. Yeah. You know I mean, yeah. yeah. But I, I read it the first time around issue by issue um, once a month, so I didn't get that feeling that time round. Because <laughs> I read it in one go this time, it was really noticeable that these that there was choppy bits and the next issue wasn't continuing on from the previous. But when you're reading it month to month and you kind of forget what happened in the last issue, it's fine to just read the next one. Yeah, and I kind of agree with what Scott was saying there as well, is that for me, one of the things that I missed and I think I will mark it down on, like for me, is that we didn't really get to see a lot of the characters. It was kind of like, hey, this is, you know, wacky races. And it seemed to me like a lot of the characters really got passed over, you know. Yeah, it was Penelope and Dick's show, weren't it? Yeah, yeah pretty yeah. much, yeah. You know, and, and I mean, you got some backstory for some of them, didn't you? As you mentioned as well, Shane, we did get a little bit at the end, but there was no involvement. Like, they may as well have not have been there. They were kind of, again, just there to clutter the background art, really, in a lot of the uh, the scenes for me. Yeah, I felt like they should have maybe killed them off each issue. One of them should have died so that we were getting the numbers down towards the end. If they weren't going to tell us about them, then just kill them off. Cause you having a bad week? <laughs> no, I just I just feel like that's how it should have gone. It made it sound like the first one's over the finish line, move on to the next race, and whoever's last is done. And I so I was expecting that after issue. Oh, one. and then they do the reveal to the person that's won. So oh god, that'd be yeah. even more heartbreaking, really. That'd be quite because devastating. It wasn't really a, a race where only the winner gets to win because they weren't allowed to kill each other. They had to save each other if anyone yeah. else was in danger. So it's like all these rules just came into effect afterwards. So if you'd yeah. have just done the race where there's 10 of you to start, there's going to be 10 races, one of you is going to be eliminated each race. Elimination, yeah. Done. I think that would have yeah. been a better way to go. And then you'll be down to Penelope and Dick for the final round and then he lets her win because he has a change of heart and then that's the end of the story <laughs> whoa we've gone from a review to rewriting the damn book yeah <laughs> i would disagree with your ending though because of the fact that dick i can't remember what issue it was but he the, the other guys had knocked off their vehicles with the EP, amp and he bust through and yeah. didn't yeah. want to save them until he was in the clear finish line i like the fact that he was a wee bit like said earlier on he's selfish win yeah. at all costs regardless he has heart to heart with penelope doesn't he yeah. he sort of has that where you discover that he's more than just a dastardly dick a gray man <laughs> saying that he wants to be one of the slag brothers or a member of the creepy creep team <laughs> we do get a little bit of the slag brothers in there don't you yeah. there's this what that one scene for for you know those watching that maybe have where they they kind of do mushrooms Yes. <laughs> it just goes nuts. <laughs> I, I did like enjoy it. that. I'll be honest. I yeah, enjoyed that issue. Good. I enjoyed that issue and the one when they go to Vegas as well. Um, and the, the Vegas one I'm mentioning because we've already talked about it. I was going to say, you know, did anybody uh, spot Donald Trump 
yeah. in the uh, but of course you all did like Phil mentioned it on as well. But I've got it just to show people that uh, that Donald Trump does make an appearance in this. And there we go, folks. He says, uh, avoid the comb-overs. It's obviously a gang in Las Vegas. Um, and then you've got him ranting on about, I'll build a wall and nobody builds better walls than me. <laughs> it's nice to know he survives the apocalypse, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Especially with what's going on, you know. Unless it works out all right for him, you know what I mean? I think, I think the bit with that mushroom scene... Um, <laughs> I think that was the point where the writer was told it's going to end at six issues because that's where the, the whole mystery starts to unfold because they remember what happened to them. Yeah. And, you know, so like, yeah, that's what I think. That's where he was told, right, six issues. He's like, what? <laughs> like, right, okay, got to make up some stuff now. How do they remember how they were made like this and what happened, blah, blah, blah. So I know, you know. mushrooms. <laughs> yeah, that'll do. <laughs> and, and yeah, and they, they didn't quite explain. Like they do those mushrooms, and then they're all kind of like, oh, "I remember what happened to me." Like, what kind of drugs this that you like? You can well, bring it back. Memory opened their minds, didn't it? So the ones that have had their memories um, blocked by the announcer, because Penelope remembered her backstory, Dick remembered mm. his. You know, they the ones that we knew about remembered theirs. It was only the anthill mob and the. Um, Oh, what are the brothers called? The cave brothers. I still find it weird that they all remembered at the same time over like one one drug. Well, I think that's what Scott said. It was just the writer's way of just jumping it in. Yeah, I, I I agree. I do agree. Yeah. I think it was a little bit lazy um, to a point. But again, I suppose we, throughout all of this conversation that we're having, there's going to be that that question of well, if it was meant to be longer then it kind of makes sense that the way that they did it, if it wasn't, then it doesn't quite make sense. So yeah. I don't know whether people are going to factor that into their opinions when they're reading this or, or you guys, when you're going to score this. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I wasn't, I wasn't a kind of fan of, of I did, I enjoyed it for the comedy value, but as far as story yeah. goes, I the just comedy was good. really good. I really enjoyed the back and forth between Sarge and the red Baron. Um, yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Out offensive and homophobic and just <laughs> bigoted he was i just the jokes about her chopping off her her penis uh, like, yeah because in this is, isn't she transgender yeah, yeah and then you've got him who's a kind of nazi as well and he's like <laughs> why anyone would chop off a perfectly good penis is beyond me and she's like well obviously it wasn't perfectly good was it <laughs> <laughs> I, it did make me laugh yeah, that was it. Was good banter that was as well. And, there was another uh, scene where um, they were going to get eaten by the nanites, and um, he says that all that will be left will be two bags of silicon and a cheap wig. And she's <laughs> yeah. like, um, "Actually, this hair is mine. Thank you very much." <laughs> I did enjoy the banter <laughs> between them. I thought that was really yeah. Good. Oh, she says more than that. She said, "Oh, you know, um, this hair is mine." And she says, "Like, I'm not going to give these things. They were expensive." Was it like yeah. referring to yeah. the silicon? I think it's me. <laughs> yeah, even even, even with the mushroom scene, wasn't there a part where they're all losing their minds and she's standing there over in an underwear saying, yeah, like, yeah. arguing with somebody, This is my body, and I'll do what I want yeah. with it, type thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she starts yeah. checking her clothes around and stuff and everything. <laughs> I got a question then. Um, who was our favorite character out of this? Who, who did we let's go around? Who did we like the most, and who did we dislike the most in this? I like Dick the most, I think. 
Yeah, me too. Just because we got more of more layers on him, really, didn't we? You got more. Yeah. Hmm? <laughs> got there's, all, there's always one in there. Always Sorry. one. There. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <Another> compact. <laughs> <laughs> and who did you dislike in this? Was there anybody that really irked you? Where you were like, mm, I that, really don't like this character at all. That one in Vegas, like I don't remember his name. But he was a big fat guy, but you had like. A tube and his belly button, like so he was eating loads of food, and then it was coming straight away. I don't oh, understand yeah. it. That kind of went, went on Blade he, Runner type thing, didn't uh, he? In that part, yeah. He was creepy. Did not like yeah. him. Oh, out of the main ten, I think it's got to be the Red Baron, just because he's a Nazi. <laughs> I think, yeah, Dick. Dick for me as well. Um, he had the most substance, I think, to him. Yeah. Um, but least, I don't know. Um, I think. I, I just keep thinking of the characters that weren't really touched on. Like, say, like I'm thinking at least not as in who did I dislike the most, but who did I not see a lot of? You know what I mean? So I think it's going to be. Is it the, the the who are the cave guys? Are they the slag? Are they the slag brothers? The or? slag brothers. Yeah, yeah. the one that makes the soup with the mushrooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I think then. Um, yeah, there's there wasn't really much to them. They were just yeah. two frozen guys. We don't even find out what they were fighting over originally, do we? No, yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, yeah, we don't, fighting. actually. I never thought about that. Yeah, that's they were frozen. <laughs> yeah, they were, they were frozen, kind of trying to strangle each other, and you never yeah, ever yeah. find out what it was. Let me just say hello to some people who joined us here. We've got All Strands Comic Collection. Hello. How you doing, mate? And we've got 3G that says, Phil forced me here. <laughs> you, Phil. <laughs> I'm just trying to get a bigger audience, you know? Phil's, getting, Phil's gathering in the herd there. Uh, I think for me, uh, I, I agree with you. Like, I think this was the dick dastardly show. This, that, that's what this thing was, man. Um, who did I dislike? Um, I kind of didn't like Lazy Luke and the um, the bear dude. I can't remember his name. Lover, Lover bear. bear. Lover Bear, yeah. Lover Bear. I just didn't the story that they had and the origin story? The, I just thought it was a very bit. Yeah, what, even the, the burr mauling him didn't really. It's hard yeah. to kind of make out what was going on there as well. Like it's just. Yeah, it's kind of like how is this connected to anything? Like yeah. I just didn't really see the connection to how it was feeding into the story. I guess that was their backstory, but again, it just didn't add anything. It was just kind of like, oh, and this is what happened to him. And again, I don't understand. Did he just kind of gut the bear and then put the hood on? Or yeah. like, I don't know. Well, they, they ate the bear, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. they did. But then he's yeah. got like a bear. Yeah, he's got the skin thing on his head. Mm. Well, the announcer said he, she'd fix his um, brain his damage. Broken, yeah, his brain damage. So maybe she merged him with the bear skin. He never takes it off. Mm. Yeah. It's never explained. They're, they're yeah, but when you have to keep saying, "Oh, maybe this, maybe that," yeah. that's not good writing, man. That's the problem, <laughs> just, yeah. Tell people <laughs> their origin was it was at the end of issue one, wasn't it? And it just felt bolted on. Yeah, um, I thought they were yeah. going to do that in every issue. I thought the yeah. last few pages of every issue was going to be an origin of one of the characters, and then it that was the only one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just felt really out of place. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, can I ask, did anyone else notice when Dick Dastardly went to um, the opera house and he mm -hmm. saw his family? Did anyone else notice straight away that their heads were missing and that he'd had them the whole time? Because I had to go back. When he said that he'd had, he'd already had what he went for, I went back a few pages and realised that the heads weren't on the bodies and he'd actually brought them into the opera house with him. 
everyone's what? just looking really shocked and uh... yeah. I know they're on they were on the front seat of his car at some point weren't they yeah but so i don't when, know was that before or after the opera house well it's before because when the announcer he took that he had them with him he took them mm. from the opera house and he had them with him when the announcer grabbed him so he's had the heads the entire time so then he goes to the opera house and then when he leaves the car asks him if he found what he was looking for and he says no i had it all along this was a bad idea mm-hmm. and when you go back you find the bodies on the floor and they don't have their heads he he actually went in there and he had oh. his heads with him that just makes that just, just makes Dick even more dastardly, in my opinion. I think it makes him even sadder that he's had his wife and son's head with him the entire time. Why even are you the... feeling sorry for a man who's <laughs> collecting heads? What is with you this week? <laughs> well, the, the, well, the, the um, announcer said she can clone them again from the DNA in their bones. Yeah. So yeah, that's he has like, heads with him at all times. Well, mm. can you take an arm or a finger? Just not to get two heads. Like, <laughs> why go for the heads? You're just mangling for corpses. Like, what's going on? You might want to play bowling at some point. If you're, <laughs> oh, you're not going to find a bowling ball anywhere. It's like in that mushroom scene as well, when they're all tripping out. You see him just holding the two heads up going, I'm sorry, yes. I'm so sorry. And you got Penelope yeah. Darkman with Mutley. Just like, oh. <laughs> I did I can't. page. Well, where we... They did it right. It was a big page. Everyone was on the page. But it wasn't cluttered. It, everyone had their own space, and you could yeah. make everyone out. I yeah, I completely agree with you there. Um, were, were we all happy with the way it ended? Um, I, I wait. Well, <laughs> <I don't, laughs> given the flaws that we found about how this may have been chopped down, and the writers may have had to squeeze stuff in, like, and I know it ends without spoiling too much. Like, it should go somewhere else. Yeah, if they'd have cut the last page out, I would have been happier. Okay, mm. so you oh, so you felt that it give you too much? Yeah, that yeah. one extra page they should not have added. If they knew still... they were going to be cancelled, take yeah. that out. Don't leave that page in. But that suddenly <laughs> sounds like a messed up Hamlet. <laughs> the double-handed Hamlet. The, the thing is, too, three like... G saying uh, sounds like Wacky Races is more morbid than I remember. <laughs> <laughs> this, yeah, this is. It's quite dark. It's dark. Yeah, when the swarm starts eating the anthill mob and they can all feel it when one of them is getting eaten. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, that's terrifying. They're all screaming yeah. in pain because one of them's getting eaten by these nanites. I thought, the, the only <laughs> thing I, I kind of didn't like as well, I mean, the setting was fine, you know, but I do feel like that they kind of like, it was quite obvious that they just went, like at the board meeting for this, they just went, let's do wacky races, but like Mad Max. You know, mm-hmm. it's oh, yeah. quite obvious, isn't it, that that's what yeah. they were doing. One hundred percent. Even that the, the fat guy that Phil mentioned, he reminds mm-hmm. me of the one from mm-hmm. the new Mad Max film. Yeah, you mentioned yeah. the new Michael Vegas. Oh yeah, but I'm not fat. No, the one. <laughs> <laughs> he reminds me of that guy from mm-hmm. the, the late the Tom Hardy Mad Max film. You know yeah. the one that. Was yes, but I can't remember his name. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Milking all I... the women. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, uh, Grayman says he got uh, he got issue one, uh, and, and it wasn't that much fun. He issue one was the hardest one, I thought, just to kind of get get into it. A, a yeah. struggle of issue one. Issue two yeah. picked up, but yeah. issue one was I didn't want to. Read I'm the same as you felt, and I, I think I struggled with issue one even more because of what we said, you know, back at the beginning there about not quite under because they're all in cars, aren't they? Yeah, and I'm kind yeah. of like, who's who's talking here? Who yeah. is that that's having that conversation? Yeah, the um. The idea of this book is actually pretty good. Like it sounds, the concept is excellent. I, I would, yeah. I would want to read it. Concept but is great. The uh, 
the way it's executed and put together was just woeful. It's mm. just almost like there's too many pot. What's the, what's the saying? Too many hands in the pot, or if the saying too goes. Many, too many, too many chefs. chefs. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I mean we, just, we, we forgive you for being late, Amy. You're all right. Don't worry. I think this does very much feel like someone had an idea for a story. They had the start, the middle, and the end, but then they were told, cut it down, compress it. Yeah. And so they had to be like, okay, what do we take out to not get rid of too much of the story? Mm-hmm. But obviously the what the bits they'd taken out did add more, and it's quite noticeable what they've taken out. We have mentioned in like Maximum Carnage and Secret Wars that it could have been oh, condensed. God, why do you have to say I had the bring up every week. I have to, you know. It has to be but brought up every week. It's, this is it's the, the complete Easter opposite. Egg. Yeah, this is the complete opposite. It needed eight, ten issues to really yeah. expand upon. It's the complete opposite. Yeah, yep. spot on. Yeah, should as where that should have been shorter, this should have been longer. Oh, Completely yeah. agree with you. And I agree with Ben as well. Great idea, executed badly in a way. Yeah. Oh, I, I, badly, uh, I'm not sure badly, but uh, executed in a way where it could have been better. Wasn't adequate, I would say. No, and I don't think it's the writer's fault because he did yeah. have a clear vision for what the story was meant to be and having it cut short, what are you meant to do? You could just stop the story halfway through or you can try and finish it. You know, yeah, so- I think if they'd have thrown in more backstories for me and more character interactions then across all of the other wacky races, um, I think I would have been quite happy with it, even at the end there, knowing that we probably didn't get anything else. Um, that would have just fleshed it out a bit for me, and I'd have probably had a bit more investment in these characters. So yeah, really frust- It's really frustrating because you know that it could have been great, yeah. Like, but now it's just good. You know, it's like it's fine. Um, yeah. It's there. It's something that exists. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, you like Mikey Race Race Races? Give that a read. It's not great, but it's a nice spin on it. See, I'm wondering if they left the last page with the cliffhanger purely because they thought, right, this is ending. If we leave this hanging, maybe there's an audience out there will demand more of it right. later on. But nobody has. I'm assuming like nobody's interested. Like if if there was a second volume of this now, I'm not going to read it. I have no interest. You could you could be right there, Phil. I mean, we're talking about how maybe they kind of cut it down or whatever. But maybe you're right. Maybe it was done intentionally this way because they thought if they ever come back and do you know the second run to this, yeah, they'd be able to put the backstories and stuff in there. But maybe it just There's didn't no come. Did it? For it. I don't think it's a shame. So, Scott, quick question for you, because uh, yes. you chose it. Had you read this previously, or was this your first time reading as well? No, yeah, first time reading it. But the only reason I chose it was because I've read all of the Scooby Apocalypse stuff, really enjoyed that, and I've got two friends who have read Wacky Raceland and recommended it to me because I liked Scooby Apocalypse. Got so, it. yeah, like, I, I, it was slightly hyped, for me, uh, from yeah. those guys, um, you know, they didn't say it was the best thing they've ever read, but they said it was a good book, and they and they and they told me they were gutted that it was cut. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. So, I so did, just, I just so we're just so we're being inf- a, a, a bit kind of informative here for people. Like, if you've read Shane, you said you've read Scooby as well and yeah. the Flintstones. Is this? indicative of those or are those it should people be put off by the hanna barbera stuff based no, on no, what we're saying no, about no, this no 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 go read flintstones, okay. flintstones they, are, they are really good reimaginations of the stories um 
like I think I can I can say a lot of good stuff about Scooby Apocalypse um, and I bet Shane could say a lot of good stuff about the Flintstones and I know they've done like was it Johnny Quest or Future Quest like and they've done one of them as well they did a Johnny Quest yeah Johnny Quest yeah uh, you know they've done all these things and no one has said that they're terrible um, but you know some are better than others okay folks then uh let's uh oh is there anything else anyone wants to touch on any more points people have got before we go around and do scores and i just want to add what i thought was the best scene of the whole series was it was actually one where penelope pit stop was uh right on on the back of that santa or standard thing (laughs) (laughs) this is so metal i thought that was class very the race overtakes everybody and wins the race Yes, and like water skiing on the top of it, yeah. you? Like, but yeah. it goes, if I did that, everyone would call me a cheater. So why do you get away with it? Yeah. Yeah. She's like, because I'm not a bastard. That's <laughs> a good point as well, isn't it? When it comes out, he's like, if I did that, everyone's going to be like, yeah, you... <laughs> Brilliant. Because she's pretty in pink. Yeah. And there she was a scene too where somebody slapped her ass, didn't they? I can't remember who it was. Dick. Dick it was Dick. Was it Dick? Yeah. Yeah. Arthur, yeah. already punched him once. And so yeah. she gives him matching black eyes when he slaps her on. Yes. Like, yeah. That was great. <laughs> I just remember Penelope Pitstop from the old ones just running from him, just like, hey, oh, hey, oh. <laughs> and you know, like Anthill Mob having to come and save her and stuff. And then to see her just, just sucker punch him, it's great. <laughs> Before we do move on to final thoughts, I, I'd, I'd feel really bad if we didn't at least mention it and just briefly talk about it. Did we enjoy this the version of Muttley in this? Yes, I didn't. Kind of. <laughs> oh, three different answers. I really like the design, um, but the fact that he didn't laugh really annoyed me. I wanted him yeah. to. Yeah, I was thinking they didn't have his kind of trademark. It was the car that was laughing every time Dick made a joke, and it should have been Muttley. Yeah. I agree. I, 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 was wait, I was like, at some point, he's got to do the... And he did not do it, man, throughout the whole six. I liked, it. I liked him purely based on the fact that it was um, a nod to the whole Scooby Apocalypse stuff, and, it, and he was the, the only link to that kind of shared universe. Uh, mm. Yeah, that's, that's why I liked him. I was appreciative of that. Yeah, it sucks that the laugh wasn't there, and he didn't talk and whatever, but yeah, I liked him. I like the exoskeleton thing that they did. Yeah. They kind of made him like a super steroided, beefy dog with an exoskeleton. He looked badass. If you looked yeah. apart, he just it didn't seem. But again, like we said about most characters, it didn't seem like it was the same people that were in the cartoon, really. You know, like he was fighting a bear, wasn't he? At one of the last issues, he was fighting a bear. But wh- why? Like, why that was he was- fighting the bear? Wasn't that in the prequel, in the um, in his flashback origin? Yeah, when he's trying to escape. Yeah, yeah when they, they all escape from the chop shop. The animals they were creating all dangerous animals. Yeah, yeah. oh yes, yeah, yeah. the, the monkey with the gun. was right. Yeah. yeah, the monkey who rides him out with the guns, and that's how they escape. Where is that monkey now? So a monkey yeah. with guns, but Motley still beats him and gets away. Just I think the word <laughs> wacky was definitely appropriate for this uh, <laughs> six mini series here. Okay, should we do some final thoughts and scores then, folks? Uh, we've got the noob getting in early. He says he's Ooh. predicting a score of five points something. That is the range he's going for. Generous. Anybody else got any predictions? <laughs> Drop them in the chat before we go around. And shall we start with Shane? Okay, final so thoughts and score for you, sir. I 
enjoyed Ooh. reading it. Excuse it me, fun. siren. It, wow. <laughs> it's got its flaws. It's got the, the cuts and the stuff that you notice because it does feel like it's meant to be longer. But I, I had a great time reading it monthly and I had a good time reading it in one go. I'm not going to lie. It was fun. The art was really good. Mostly it was just when there was too much happening on the page, your eyes didn't know where to focus. So <laughs> that sort of, it, I don't want to say it gave me a headache, but I did have a bit of eye strain <laughs> after reading it. I'm not going to lie, trying to focus on all the bits. It might have just been because I was reading it on the screen. But I had fun. I liked the character designs for pretty much all of them. They were really, really good. Yeah, visually they looked yeah, really visually awesome. good. And the character backstory for Dick Dastardly trying to make you feel for someone who did something so unthinkable, but then you do actually feel sorry for him. I was kind of like, oh, I shouldn't be feeling this, but I was. So overall, I had fun. Um, it's not a masterpiece. It's not a must read. You, it's not tied into anything. So you don't really have to read it. But if you do like any of the characters, it's worth a read. If you've got an hour and you've got it, give it a read. Um, for me, it's a six. Rock hard or soft? <laughs> no, it's a six. Always <laughs> <laughs> oh, doing this rock hard sixes and soft sixes. Shame you started something with this. <laughs> oh, oh, that's not gone round on Instagram as well. I never know, man. Um, I, uh, Scott, should we move on to you? I'm, I'm kind cool. of stalling here because I'm trying to open the uh, the document that gives me the average numbers and all of this okay, stuff. Though. No worries. Um, yeah, uh, so it has that slight nostalgia, you know, like you know, like Phil said earlier, um, you could have put anyone else in that situation and it would still would have been the same book, pretty much. But you know, it has that nod. So if anyone does enjoy wacky races, you will go want to go ahead and read this book to get that slight nostalgia. Um, they do have their reimaginations on things, like giving the cars the AI and the voices. Um, uh, you know, it was it was written well-ish, and because you you know, and because you knew that it was cut short, you can understand why it was written the way it was. Um, art, yes, it was um, choppy, uh, uh, cluttered, a bit messy, but yeah, the designs on what they could spend time on designing was good. You know, the characters, the cars. Um, the kind of world they were in, it was it was good. Um, but yeah, there were some pages and panels that were just messy. Um, and mm. like I said earlier, it was a struggle for me to understand what was going on in some of them and had to, I didn't know what had happened until a couple of panels or pages later and I had to go back and read a couple of pages again. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, the backstories that were there were good, enjoyed them, um, wish there were wish they were more in depth and maybe a better, better structure to them maybe. Um, but yeah, overall it was fine. Um, I'm glad I picked it. I'm glad I read it because I watched the show when I was a kid, um, but I, I'm not going to sing and dance about it. It was fine and it was, it was what it was. Um, so it's a six for me as well. It's a six. Six. Uh, a flaccid six. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, Phil! What are oh, you saying, buddy? God. I'm not going to say flaccid. That's very well. <laughs> Good. I don't think I can handle this. Come on. <laughs> well, I'm not even going to do that. But anyway. Yeah. Um, 
it's amazing how something the concept's great it sounds fantastic it's amazing how they can take something so simple and make it so complicated like it's not scott snyder writing some sort of cosmic event it's it's racing with a few fight scenes and drinking the artwork was i actually thought the artwork was terrific obviously yes it's cluttered and put together and condensed and stuff but i found myself when i was reading the book that i wasn't i didn't want to read it i, I don't want to read this so i was looking at it more than reading it so i was trying to take in what i could but i was just more interested in looking at the pictures um i don't have any kind of uh what's the word a connection with the the the, the old cartoon i remember watching it but I don't i didn't follow it as such like i, I don't know what it is but well, I T T one collectible and gaming has dropped you a link in the chat. Yeah, I'll, so I'll have to check that out. Um, so I, I like Dick Dastardly and, and Penelope Pitstop's character development and their reconnection they had and so on. The ending was not what I was hoping would happen. I was hoping that just that we'd just have a big race and win and then kill each other and whatever. Like Shane said earlier on, one dies after every race or something like that. Mm. Um. Great idea, pretty executed, badly put together, and give another three, and that's been generous. Stiff three. Stiff, plastic, hard, whatever, whatever you want to call that three. You know. That's the lowest score Whoa. we've had on the Nerd Herd yet. A three. I was going to give it a two, and I thought I can't be that much of a dick, so I'll give it, I'll give it one shot more. Me, wow. Okay, let me just take I just a didn't enjoy it. Even Let me just take a look at the comments here real quick. So we've got uh, we've got uh, Andy from Perpetual Comics here saying he, he's going for a 2. Uh, <laughs> Tom, he's going for a 5.5. Andy explains his reason here. That's to take this series away for crimes against the <laughs> Woo! A rock hard anything, his 3G's favourite <laughs> score. Uh, <laughs> and we've got Liam here that says, uh, agree with what you've all said. You can clearly tell it got cancelled partway through and it did get rushed, adapted to get the ending that they wanted. I enjoy and wanted more 6.5. Before we score it, Dean, can I just ask one quick question? Yeah. Would anybody watch this as a cartoon? No. I don't think we should. <laughs> no, it'd be a very <laughs> effed up cartoon. Yeah. Thing. You wouldn't watch it like as, as an adult cartoon, like on the like kind of like Harley Quinn. No, I don't think it'd work for me. No, it would look good. Yeah, boss. Stiff eight from Geeky Toys. Ah. Uh, unsatisfying five from Comic Deal. Crampton <laughs> comes time. in with a five as well. So everyone's around <laughs> that five six. We've had a super high from Geeky Toys. We've had a super low from Phil. Uh, right, I suppose. I'll do my um, my score. I, 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 I'll be honest with you. I haven't really got a lot to add to all of what you said. i be honest with you. I completely agree with everything that you've all said. I found it a little bit convoluted on the art front. found it a little bit sad that we didn't really get more character interaction with some of those um, people. Like the creepy dude. Like they were not even in it at all, really. You just saw their car floating about. Um yeah, and I found it hard to kind of work out who was talking when they were in their cars. Not as you said, Scott, when the car's talking, but when the person is in the car, I found yeah. that and the art style together just kind of like threw me a little bit. Um, writing, I thought it was okay. But again, I, I kind of read in this and understanding that it had issues at the time that it ran. 
Um, but for me, uh, I think for me to be fair, I kind of hate doing it because like the score that I'm going to give it, I hate giving it this score, but I kind of don't feel I can go higher than that. Seeing as what I've scored some of the other stuff. Do you know what I mean? So I think for me, I think it's going to have to be uh, a five. You know, it's going to have to be a five. Cool. <laughs> now we're just that. Uh, Chief you know, just got out of his cigarette wars is, is better than it now. I've just done the quick math in my head. <laughs> so did I. Have <laughs> you really? <laughs> Uh, Liam's just saying, would love to see this as some sort of series, Shane. Yeah. Uh, what about then, if you wouldn't watch a cartoon? So, Shane's done the quick maths inside that big old brain of his, and uh, let's call up that leaderboard and see where Wacky Races from DC 2016 fits on the leaderboard. Shane, do you want to tell me where this is going to fall? Phil, what have you done? <laughs> the average score was 5.0. For Wacky Race Land. Oh my god. So that brings it in at, at right at the bottom. It brings it underneath Secret Wars. I don't know why I've gone yep. one, two, three, four, six, six, five there. <laughs> you know what happened there? You you got too you you guessed too early. You thought Secret Wars was gonna go down again this week. <laughs> <laughs> I fell asleep obviously when I was typing that out. But yeah, this goes in at number six then. This goes in at the bottom. You I just am. assumed, oh, nothing will beat Secret Wars. We'll just keep Secret Wars at the bottom. Type, type, I'm, su type. I'm surprised this has fallen so low. I I yeah. thought I was going to score it low, but you guys, Phil, you surprised me there. Yeah. I've just, I was just disappointed in the whole thing. Sounds great, but just disappointed. Yeah, it is a great premise. I do agree. It's just sad the yeah. way they went about the, it. The idea is there. It's a simple idea, like Phil said. It's Mad Max. It's wacky races. You know, it's a very basic idea. Uh, but I think as everybody's saying, it's just not that great. I think that's fair, isn't it? That's that's pretty much sums it up. Uh, Crampton saying, great chat heard. You've inspired me to put together my Wacky Races video now. Watch this face. Yes, mm. mate. I want to see this. I want to know what the casting is. And we've got Shane, your bro's in the house. Oh. Can't you make an <laughs> exception and let it be higher than Secret Wars? <laughs> Did you... Enjoy I Secret Wars. I did I 100%. Yes, I enjoyed Secret, Secret Wars more than this. I I did like Secret Wars. I think I scored the highest out of all. Oh of them. yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Yeah. And me personally, yeah. like I scored Secret Wars higher than this. I found Secret Wars more of a struggle to read, uh, as that was stupidly convoluted. Like this was just kind of like there was nothing there. It was kind of like a wafer biscuit. You know what I mean? Um, so it, it's got, and, and like I said before, Secret Wars has got that added oomph factor because you've got Venom and you've got Spider-Woman and stuff in there, you know. Uh, you can't get away from the fact that it's a highly collectible story for Venom fans, you know. Um, so, yeah, you know, I, I'm surprised at this, though, you know. Uh, Perpetual Comics says, great show, correct score, just enough sexual innuendo. I salute you, nerd. nerd. Not, not enough, actually. There should be more. <laughs> no, we don't need courage anymore. It's already <laughs> enough. Okay, folks. Uh, I think we can, I, I, I think we can uh, wrap that up there. Let, before we go, let me just tell you what we're, uh, what we're reading uh, next week. Phil, do you want to tell people what we're reading? The fabulous and beautiful book that is... Harleen, 
Boom. The uh, DC Black Label. It is. Some Black Label action. Then this is three issues, isn't it, from, from the Black Label? Three staged issues, yeah. So it's probably like six normal issues, yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's what we'll be reading next week, folks. So if you want to join us and uh, give us your comments and uh, thoughts on Harley, uh, then you are more than welcome to kind of join us. Um, hang on. We've got a comment from Hydra. Uh, no matter what may become number one, it will always be the main title of the Nerdhead series. See, it definitely has. We mention it every week, and I've noticed, like, in, like, Scott's and Shane's and even being yourself and your other shows and stuff gets brought <laughs> yeah. up. Everyone brings it up. It's just in our heads. Keep it up, guys. Keep it up. It's yeah. It yeah, for 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 a, for a series we didn't really enjoy reading that much. We we talk about it quite a lot, man. Oh, <laughs> about it. So but much now, fun. but now are we going to compare everything to Wacky Raceland? Because we were comparing it with the Secret Wars because it was the worst. Is Wacky well, Raceland going to be the we'll, new Secret Wars? We will have to wait and see. Uh, GP GP Venom saying nice pick, Phil. Uh, <laughs> Innuendos at the ready for next week. Crampton, what an amazing series. Can't wait. Again, looks like we've got some love uh, going on here. And what am I doing over here? Uh, So before we go, um, do you guys just want to really quickly tell people what you've got going on this week over on your own channels? I'm at a bit of a crossroads at the minute. I don't know where I'm going to go with my, my channel at the minute. I need to do some videos to get some out quickly. I've got nothing planned. Let's just to say that's easier. Ooh, stuff coming over at uh, Comic Gaming Figures there, then. Okay, all right. We'll uh, we'll wait and see what we get then. Shane, how about yourself, mate? What's going on over at Dawn of Comics? I have an unboxing video tomorrow for a DC Bombshells Harley Quinn. Absolutely stunning figure. Beautiful. Nice. I will be tuning in for that. You know me. I love them action figures. Well, I'm still waiting for you to unbox your Harlequin figure. <laughs> Speaking you- of which, <laughs> before we get to Scott, like I do apologize. I didn't put one out today. Um, I was going to. I haven't had a chance. It's been really, really busy. So I will try and get it done tomorrow if I can. If it's not, it'll be next week. <laughs> Maybe. It's going to make me wait. It's going to be the very last one. You're going to make me watch all your videos. The <laughs> final one to be the Harlequin. I wouldn't do that to you, buddy. Scott, how about yourself? What's going on over on the shelf? All that's going on next week is uh, my backstory chat with Andy from Perpetual Comics. Hey. Yeah, awesome, awesome man. Uh, and yeah. is a cool guy. We went and did Lame and Frame over on just the Recon into yeah. Comics together. Great guy. Dude, dude's got talent for drawing. He's uh, he's pretty awesome. Scott's um, going to teach him how to make some shells, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Give him a bit of a woodwork lesson. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> you uh, take three pieces of wood and put them into a triangle, and then yeah. you have a shelf. <laughs> over on my channel here uh we've got the sunday night live uh we've got a few tweaks and changes to the show there on sunday um yes including a new intro there also um so yeah tune in and see what changes we've got there if you want to come and hang out you know we always drop the link you know everybody watching you are more than welcome to come and join us uh and uh tomorrow i'm going to be on the gray man's channel talking comic book memories. And I'm also on the Grey Man channel on Saturday as well, uh, playing his uh, Gunslingers. And I always feel like I need to go, Gunslingers. That's another show. I don't know what that is. 
Somebody <laughs> drop the link in the chat for, uh, for Bill. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll be over there, you know, doing comic book covers and all that stuff and everything. So I'm looking forward to that. I hope to go easy on me. Matilda, who you may have seen in our chat sometimes, she's the judge over there. So uh, it's going to be fun hanging out. So that's where you can find me this week. Awesome. Nice. That's it then, folks. All that remains to be said are two things. One, hashtag shelves should be square. <laughs> and two, be flat. get your waves out. 